2, 3, 4. Psych, I know it works, but welcome back to Kill That Sound. And it's your host, Seha Jones here, but it's also your other host, Moreno Jones here. I'm also here. Psych, it's not Moreno Jones, it's just Moreno. Don't call him MJ. But you, you can call me CJ though. Psych, just call me Seha Jones. And this week, we have a special episode. Why? Because every episode is special. Because we put love into it. And what happens when you put love into what you do? Make a baby. Damn. This, this podcast. Right this podcast is my baby then. It's my baby. What's the name of your first baby? Oh, my first baby was called Kill That Sound. Oh, no way. When did it get born? Oh, it got born in 2018. What? Young. Anyway, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Moreno and Seha Jones. That's it. But if you want to sponsor us, I, I wouldn't mind saying your name for a couple bucks. Moreno, what are we going to talk about this week? Well, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. But mainly, our youth. <laughs> youth. Mm. Interesting, interesting. You know what? Alright, yeah, we are talking about our youth. But while I let that simmer in my brain, how's your week been? It's been pretty good, actually. What do you mean by pretty good? Been working good. Been um, Nice. I've been working a good amount of time. I've been working a good schedule. Um, I don't have to worry about school anymore. I've already done all my, my paperwork for for because I've been applying to... Um, for the master's program, I already completed everything. Everything has been turned in. Dang. Now it's time to wait, wait, and wait, and wait, and hope for the best. Cause we'll see if they get if we get that email back, or I don't know. Maybe they still send out um like mail to the postal service, and then they'll say, um, thank you for applying, but we fail. Hopefully we don't read it like that, but hopefully it'll be. Uh, thank you for applying, and you have been chosen to, bam. But we'll Damn. see, we'll see what we get. Um, so yeah, right now I'm I'm done with all that. Now it's just about waiting. And, oh, well, we'll see, we'll see if we if we get an acceptance letter. You get one of those. Congratulations, you are one of the very selected few. Oh, hopefully that, I get to read that. They have been given the privilege <clears throat> and honor to be called a winner. Oh. Um, well, we, it, before it, you, you mentioned something right now, which kind of just triggered something in my mind. Triggered, triggered, <clears throat> triggered, triggered, triggered. T-R-I-G-G-E-R. You know what rhymes with triggers? Bigger? Bigger. So what's a bigger picture? <laughs> bigger rhymes with trigger, rhymes with swinger. A letter. One rhymes with litter and hitter, kidder. Mm. Bitter? Bitter. Are nice. you bitter about anything or what? No, nah, I'm not bitter about stuff. But you did mention if the postal service still works. And that's, it's hilarious. Um, I, I forgot who I talked to, but this was a couple years back. And I'm very bad with dates, but 
I remember that this was a couple years back, and I was talking to someone about how the postal service should be pretty much outdated at this point, you know? Uh, and and uh, they, they use it to ship a lot of packages now, <clears throat> understood. Mm-hmm. But the number one way to get people to information, or information to people, I should say, mm-hmm. is email. Email, text messages. That's true. It, it, it's phone. It's I just mean, to get to, yeah. To, it, to get immediate. Because, okay, immediate, let's, yeah, immediate. Because I still use the postal service. I use it for um, my billings. I, I, I prefer to have something that I can hold and see. Mm-hmm. Then, like through email, I, some of, some of my bills are are through like email, and I pay them online. But a lot of them I still do through the postal service because I feel like I I don't know. It's um. It's easier to keep records. Yeah, exactly. Easier to keep records, and then you you kind of like um, prepare for it because online and email. Sometimes I, I'm not, I don't, don't check my email it. every day. Yeah. You know I me, mean? I don't check it every day, and sometimes I'll miss something. And I don't, I don't like to have my stuff on um, auto pay. I pay, I'll pay when when I get it because you know maybe something will, you'll get a bill and it's like hi and like, what the fuck and you get charged for it. So that's yeah. why I like to not not put it on auto pay. No, that's 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 one of the ways when when I was growing up and my dad was doing his uh, parenting. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways he raised me as well. He's all like, don't be dumb, don't set up auto pay because you never know how much a company is gonna charge you. Mm-hmm. And once you actually pay it, it's gonna they're gonna it's gonna be so much harder to deal with them. Yeah. Versus when they're trying to get you to pay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the ways, one of the things my dad told me as well. But if you think about it, the way everything's everything's heading and the way everything's going, eventually we're going to have these cell phones installed installed into us. You get me? And um, Or we're going to have chips and stuff. So I think email is going to, eventually, maybe not even email, electronic mail, is just going to be like direct texting or something, you know? Mm. <clears throat> and, uh... I actually have that right now, and that's what helps me be reminded of certain payments. For example, my car payment, mm-hmm. I get a text message seven days before it's due. Oh, okay. My um, my American Express payment, I get a a text message as well. I think I don't know if it's a week or two weeks before. My uh, Verizon bill, it says your bill was not available. That one is like three weeks ahead. I get a text message, and what I do is I just don't open the message. So it has that little blue dot next mm. to the text message. Mm-hmm. And when I look at it, it's like it reminds you you gotta pay your bill. You gotta pay your bill. And then once I actually open the text message, it's because I've paid the bill already. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I I don't, I'm not able to keep a paper trail about it. I'm not able to keep a paper trail like you are, but I, I'm still. It still helps me remember what to pay and when to pay it. You know. Um. But yeah, the reason I was bringing it up is just it, it's crazy to me how we still use it so much to get you know exchange words words with people when you know cellular phones and picture messaging and email it's it's all so easily available like it's it's pretty much pretty it's pretty much the the old technology you get me i think it has to do with that with older people older people don't yeah. use it yeah that I, I feel the same way that you know what there's too many old people still here that didn't grow up with like phones and stuff Cause I would say, what is your mom familiar on a phone now? Familiar, yes. Not email, though. not not keeping uh, tracks of passwords, usernames. That you see, that's and that, that's where it gets kind of difficult because of the billings. Like you need to sign in and then pay it. And if you if you're not good with that, then it becomes difficult. Brain blast. In case anybody ever watched or mind blast. Which one is it? <laughs> mind blast. Oh, mind blast, not brain blast. <laughs> multi-million dollar idea a way to keep track of all your passwords and i know there's apps already 
where you could like sign into one app and then it has all your passwords it on there. It on, on, I think uh, when you're typing it in, Google will say, do you want to save this password? Yeah, but see, I don't trust Google oh. because they, I mean, they say, I say, yes, I want to save this password, but that means they want to save it as well. And they might not know what it is. And if you guys can't see me right now, I'm air quoting. They can't see, quote unquote, air quote, what it is. But yeah, they, they, they still store the password so they can use it whenever they'd like. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's crazy how technology has been evolving every single day. Mm-hmm. But one thing stays the same. You know what that is? Yes, people. Yeah, people and brainwashing. Oh yeah. People, people are being brainwashed by none other than the tube. The 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 the, the tube. The tube. Well, I guess we're getting right into it now. Boom. Let's get into it. Get into it. Um, it's funny that we're talking Cause, about brainwashing because well, um, I was I was watching or you mentioned it to me. That you watch that one uh, documentary oh, the, series yeah, or docu-series. the docu series yeah. about? Of, there's a lot of those now on um, on Netflix. Not yeah. just documentaries, but actual seasons of something. Yeah, like docu series, little docu series. But so the one you mentioned to me was called the '90s, and it had a picture of Tupac on the front. And um, yeah, when you mentioned it to me, I started watching it. At first, I thought it was just one documentary. But then I, when I selected it, I saw yeah. that it was, I think, about eight episodes. Yeah, eight episodes. And uh, the first two are about television. Mm-hmm. And it just talks about, about television in the 90s and how it's changed. <clears throat> uh, it, it changed and it was going through a bunch of change through the 90s because they were still testing the waters of what they'll allow on TV, what they'll allow on, on movies. Yeah, what gets ratings, what, what doesn't. Yeah, what, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And that's when they were trying a bunch of different kinds of shows. Like... Seinfeld, which mm-hmm. was a show about nothing, and they were like, "That's a good show." I don't want to. Yeah, and then there was a another show where yeah, it was because I, th- I think there was in that documentary there was an episode. Well, during one of those, it's, it brought up an episode about Seinfeld where the entire episode was just about them waiting to be seated at a restaurant. That's literally the episode. Yeah, and then, you know, just pushing the boundaries on what you can and can't put on TV. You know, what what will pe- what will somebody watch? Will you watch? Somebody literally wait to be seated and, you know, eat. Is that is that what you'll watch? And sure enough, people did. You know what I mean? I guess it has to do with, like, people watching stuff that... And then, like, living through it, I guess, in some sense. Yeah. yeah it, but mm, it, it's it's crazy how much people put... How much work people put into um trying to make you watch something, you get me? Or make you do something. Right. Like, you know, commercials and stuff. It, it's funny because I saw the... Um, I saw the, I, I saw that, doc, that documentary and, uh, or the, the first episode and the first and part of the second episode, mm-hmm. and they were talking about television and all that and how they were experimenting and how in one, one of the dudes that had a, I think it was a everyone, everybody loves Raymond show. He literally said, all right, so your homework for now, now that you're off, come back tomorrow and tell me exactly what you did when you got home. Mm-hmm. So it's like. What do you mean? And, and then that's what they will make shows out of. They'll make shows out of like, you know, people that worked in the in in making Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. They'll go home and just talk about what happened at home. 
oh, well, I went home and my kid got home from school and then we ate dinner. And while we ate dinner, my wife talked about how I was crazy at the grocery store because someone, you know, was trying to take her chicken. Or, And it's funny because the simple just life happening is what they base the show off of. Because you're not living your own life. Yeah. In the sense you're watching their TV. And and that's and yeah. a, there because well I mean from our from our research there was a there's a lot a lot of shows and movies that came out in the nineties that were popular mm. and you can kind of say to yourself like well I understand why people stayed home a lot or watched these shows or went out to watch movies because a lot of the, a lot of the shows and movies were very very like popular and like good you get me like they were they were. They were eye-openers, op- eye I guess. So They were new. They were yeah. just new. All of it was new. Yeah. And, and fun you, and all that. And you were mentioning how... Okay, so I, I, I guess I, I, we can call it brainwashing in a bit. I mean, in a sense, we can call it brainwashing. And it's more of... What we watch on television, whether we accept it, whether we don't accept it. And now it's phones and YouTube and everything, you get me? But back in the day... The stuff we would watch on television, not even commercials, would influence the way we dress, the way we talk, what we like to eat, what what we know about the world, mm-hmm. and then most of all, um, how we act. Yeah. You know, and without and then people would be like, "Oh no!" And and there's this huge debate where I've talked about it with very many, with a lot of people before, and I always ask them, "Do you think that television?" Or what we watch on television or what we watch wherever we choose to watch it. Or there's YouTube now or Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's driven by, by what's happening with us? And they're trying to make shows more relatable to what's happening to us? Or are they making shows the way that we want to act? So, for mm-hmm. example. I get it. Because some people choose to say, oh, well, no. Well, we were acting like this first. And then they made a show about it so it could be relatable. Mm-hmm. And other people choose to be like, okay, well, they started the show so it could be relatable. But little by little, they've been changing things in the show. And that changes how people act. That changes what people uh, choose to wear and how people choose to act. Because yeah. as, I want to say, as TV became more vulgar or not vulgar, but less... Um, more explicit or more explicit less censored mm-hmm. um i feel like people were becoming the same way as well you get me in mm-hmm. and, and for example nowadays i feel like people are so much more rude than they were in the past oh, but if okay, you think but you. if you think about you. it like everything is explicit nowadays you know yeah. before when I, I when i was younger growing up in the 90s it was i don't want to say difficult but it was not as easy as it is now to find explicit lyrics for something or oh, yeah. I would try and listen to a song or something, and it would always be the clean version. Or the censored, yeah. Or the uncensored, explicit version. And the clean version is what you would find way more throughout like a store. Like when I used mm-hmm. to go back in the day, 1990s, Circuit City, which is out of business now. It's, but oh, yeah. I used to go into Circuit yeah, City, and I, would be, and I would watch, and I would go and buy you know uh, CDs or whatever so I can listen to the songs. Mm-hmm. And they would have a ton of... Um, clean version of something yeah and 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 like maybe equal or less explicit versions yeah and now it's complete other way like you sometimes you can't even find the clean version of a of it, an album you know yeah it's, it's funny because for you from you bringing that up um it it also it's it's funny because i i read it somewhere right 
mm-hmm. said that not only did you find music that was um that was clean, mm-hmm. but it was like an actual version of it. Mm-hmm. So for people who didn't really listen to music in the nineties or if you weren't really born yet, you know, some of our listeners if you're kinda young in the young side before artists used to make two types of versions so they oh, used yeah. to make their own their their music that they created and then if they had a single that they put out they would stay, they would they would make um they would make a version of that with the clean version mm-hmm. so, so instead of saying a curse word they would say something else and the artists would do it themselves like they would literally record this in the studio do a clean version mm-hmm. of the unedited of the uncensored one and then put it out nowadays they'll just like not bleep it out but like like they'll they'll um you won't hear it. Like, they'll mute they'll it, edit. kind of. Yeah, they'll like mute it. They don't yeah. even they don't even take the time to do an actual clean version of it. They'll just do they'll mute that curse word or whatever it is. Yeah. Even even sometimes if, if a whole line is like real explicit, even if there's no curse word, but it's like maybe somebody killing someone or something in the in the actual song, mm. they'll just mute it all. Yeah. And that's crazy how to think that back in the day they actually used to make two types of versions of the song. Yeah, because I, I remember I used to um, like I said I would always hear the clean version a lot too. And um, I remember I used to rap songs. Um, what was the album? It was Fifty Cent's album. In the club. No. Get what, Richard Die Trying. Was it? No, the one where where man, there's man. Uh, the massacre. Where's that? Palm Money. The massacre. Oh. When yeah. uh, that, the, the one with the, with the shattered glass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was. I remember I would rap. Um. So oh, I okay. would rap that one. So that's how we do. By yeah. G-Unit, I think. Nah, by by the game. Oh, okay. So I would rap that one, and um, I I thought I knew it, because I would always hear it on the radio, yeah. but I would hear the clean version all mm-hmm. the time. And then I bought the album, and um, oh, what? I'm tripping, man. That was on the documentary. That wasn't on 50 Cent's The Massacre. Yeah, it was but, 50, but it was 50 Cent on it. Yeah, it was, there was 50, 50 Cent. 50 Cent and the game. Yeah, 50 Cent and the game on it. But it was, yeah, okay, so that was the album. Um, the documentary, I would rap the way I knew on the clean version, and then since I bought the album, I would come home and play it on the, or the first time I bought it and I played it on my uh, CD player, I I had the lyrics so wrong, like it was com- like you say it was completely different lyrics because the game made the clean version and the game made the uh, the explicit version, you know, and um well they took that just goes to show you they took the time to actually make clean versions, you know, of things, and nowadays they don't care enough. To have to make the clean versions because they're not gonna make I guess enough money. I don't know what what it is, um, and then I like I said I've gotten into debates with people as to whether they're not making the clean ones anymore because they they just eventually gave up on it mm-hmm. and they're like oh we don't want you guys to care about you know being being um, wholesome I get I don't want not wholesome um honestly I just feel like it's it's people. Not people, but I'm sorry. It's it's the the development that the U.S. has to pretty much anything now. Yeah. As, as as every year passes, stuff happens that that we just see like you know like all these all these things that happen that are bad, and you're just saying to yourself, well, you know, why make another a different version if this is what I'm making mm-hmm. for everyone to hear, whether you're young or old, 
this is, you know, this is an art form and I want you to hear it this way because this is the way that I made it. I don't need to change it for anyone else. And you kind of understand it because yeah, everyone, it's, everyone, it's, it's their art. It's, yeah, exactly. I guess they're taking it more so like, you know, as free speech mm-hmm. and it's, and they're, they're not taking it as, as bad or good. You know, they're like, some people are saying maybe, you know, like, like I can say fuck, I'll say fuck and, it, and it's not, it's, it shouldn't be bad. You get me? You shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Think of it as a as a bad word. It, it, you know, it's just a word. I guess that's what people are trying to make it seem like when they do just one version of whatever it is. Because, like you said, it it, it happens. It's the same thing that happens with music. Mm-hmm. That happened also with movies, and it's and it's happening with TV shows where they're like, they're some of them are crossing the lines, but they're like pushing boundaries in a sense. Because yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you like if people knew this, but now more than ever. Movies like there's a lot of movies that are like rated R and yeah. and not for kids anymore, and they are still tailored to kids. For instance, Deadpool, you know, one of the first R-rated movies. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm sure kids go watch it. Avengers, mm-hmm. there's there's been curse words in them. Like there's movies that, that, out there that have a few. Deadpool curse words, is one but, of the first R-rated um, superhero yeah. movies. Huh? Yeah. 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 And, and and you see this, you see this developing every single year, like every single year, there's mm. something that you would think, oh, this is for kids, but it's not. Yeah. And you, you still take your kid and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because like before, they would, they would bleep out um, ass sometimes oh, or, yeah. or, or they wouldn't say ass. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like they say ass all the time. Yeah. Um, before they would bleep out um, bitch, like, Absolute, absolutely. Oh yeah, that, one's one, the, that one's the one, one that I hear. I some sometimes I swear, I swear I've heard it on on the radio. Yeah, the little slide. Sometimes. Yeah, and I feel I feel the exact same way. I feel like I've heard it before <laughs> on the radio, or they're not as um cautious with that word either, you know. And I mean, there you still have the the two you know top ones which are fucking shit. <laughs> that yeah, you know those are are. I guess they haven't been desensitized now. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, that's that's the word I was going to. It, it's a little bit of brainwashing and a sense of desensitizing us, you know? Mm-hmm. So little by little, they're exposing us to, you know, I guess more and more of the real world and the real world. And a lot of people can um, argue with you and just be like, why should we send... Like I said, there's a huge debate about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether we're the ones that are setting the tone for the the, the film industry yeah. or the music industry or whether they're the ones that are, you know, basically paving the way and brainwashing us and letting us know how we should act little by little by desensitizing us, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and that's how it worked. It's just little by little they start exposing you more to it. Like, like I said, before you wouldn't hear the word ass at all anymore. And now it's just like, oh, ass, whatever. And you hear little kids. Like, I, I forgot what, what kid uh, PG movie I saw when they were like, ass. <laughs> or, for example, um, Shrek. Mm-hmm. Huge Disney movie. I mean, not Disney. Um, um, huge. Uh, what was that movie? What was that? Whatever. It's a big, very big kids Is movie. Is it Pixar? No, it's not Pixar. Nickelodeon? No, it's not Nickelodeon either. Nickelodeon, oh whatever. So Shrek. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the one of the jokes on there was when um, they get to I think it's called Dulop. Oh, when they're singing. Yeah, yeah. When the little thing is singing, and then um, it's got little puppets, huh? Yeah, the little puppets are. 
It says wipe your Dulap is a perfect place. Doo, doo, doo. And yeah. then it says wipe your and then they, they, they show them like sticking their butt out uh-huh. and like bending over and they turn around and say face. But yeah. you know you know kids are gonna yeah. you know because I've even heard kids be like ass, you know? Yeah. Like and it's just it's making it to where they're it's okay for them to say it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's desensitizing it to a certain extent. I feel like it's brainwashing us, just letting you know, hey, this is okay now. This is okay now. Let your kids curse. Let your kids say ass. It's not, the real world. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. You know, I feel like there is, it, it's not as bad as people may think it is. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you, how you tell a kid. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's a big part of it. How you tell a kid as in to say, letting them know that, you know, those, these, these words and these things aren't that bad, but it depends on how you're using it, I guess, you know, whether because there's different ways of using it when you actually like mean it with there's something behind it mm-hmm. you know yeah um i think i think before you know how we we're talking about brainwashing mm-hmm. um nowadays we are influenced and kids are influenced so much more by their phones and you can say i guess old old version is television mm-hmm. but yet they're influenced so much by their phone that before it says that the number one influencer would always be your peers and your parents mm-hmm. right and I feel like now the number one influence on how people dress and how people act, it's, it's their, their cellular phone, you know? Because mm-hmm. they can have friends in school, but they they start tending to hang around these certain kind of people because of how they already grew up before they went to school, you get me? Yeah. Or especially when they're making that transition from elementary school to middle school, from middle school to high school, they might go through a change that summer. Mm-hmm. And they might start watching a lot of anime that summer. And now they start leaning towards hanging out with the anime people. And then the anime people have a certain way your, of carrying yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, you start hanging out with the hip-hop people. And the hip-hop people have a certain way of, you know, um, a certain way of carrying their self. And then you have the rockers that have a certain way of carrying their self. And then you have the, you know, the goth and all, all these different type of people that have a certain way of carrying their self. Mm-hmm. But... I think, like I said, what you watch influences a lot. And then, yeah, you can choose what to watch in a certain extent, but they still put things in there. For example, if you want to like rap, you got to like Gucci. You got to like um, all these high-end brands, and you got to try and wear gold chains, Mm -hmm. and you got to talk shit, and you got to call girls bitches, and, you know? Mm -hmm. And then now you're you're that persona. Mm -hmm. You are, you know, you you are what you want to be. And... Like I said, it, it, I think it is brainwashing us to a certain extent. It just telling us, hey, if you want to be categorized as this type of person, then you have to act this way. And how do I find out how to act this way? I start watching YouTube videos on it. Mm-hmm. I start watching music videos on it. I watch shows about it. I watch uh, movies about it. And then it'll help me you know, become more of whatever I want to become. Mm-hmm. But again, we're being told all this by who? The big industries. Yes, so. we are. It's funny because... This is all happening, I feel like, now, recently. Mm-hmm. You know, as obviously technology has has been developing and getting stronger and and we've just been letting it get there. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this right now. You know what I miss and I'm grateful for? Mm. The 90s, though. Because that docuseries, it got me to thinking, like, the world has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I, I grew up in the 90s. Because yeah. there was a lot of stuff, like we were saying earlier, that... That came out in the '90s that is hella popular now. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that's really popular, and mm-hmm. even kids from now watch it. You yeah. I mean, like they'll watch something from the '90s and be like, "Fuck!" Like, 
that that's, that's pretty good. You get me? Yeah. And then there's stuff that people are now trying to bring from the '90s to it's like you know like reboots and all these remakes of a of stuff that came out in the '90s. Like oh, I don't know if you if you knew this, but I recently saw a trailer for Aladdin, like um, real live life, action? real live action. Yeah. Mm. So you mean some a movie that was popular in the '90s, a cartoon? They're now making it into an a live into action. A live action. So Avengers, same shit. You know, um, that's like. Maybe 80s, 90s, around that age. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, it's pop- all that stuff is popular now to make it more real life action. Um, but like you were saying, <clears throat> I feel like I was, I, was, I, I was raised in a sense by... Wolves. <laughs> by wolves and by TV and movies. Because from TV and movies, I gained two things. One, what's it called? I gained sarcasm. That was mm-hmm. one thing I gained from, from movies and TV. And two, was to use knowledge, no, was to use words and, and use them in different ways. Like, for instance, yeah. puns. Puns yeah. was one. That one, that, one, that one is a good one that I used um, from TV and, um, and movies. Another one, another one was to like use words, like just, in, just entirely to use words differently or to understand their meanings, but by more, than, more so than just reading them on paper and then kind of having to figure it out on your own mm-hmm. and then hearing them on TV and uh, movies. But for sure, for sure, sarcasm. There's a bunch of sarcasm on like on TVs and, and movies. A bunch, a bunch. Because people will say something and then you'd get the reaction from like uh, from the people in the in the crowd. I don't, well, this is something that's not strange, but it's something that has changed from the 90s that was really popular in the 90s. Mm. They would say a joke mm-hmm. and you would hear laughter. Oh, and yeah. now you hear a joke and there's like no laughter it's you kind of you have to find it funny mm. and, yeah cuz there's something like me watching shows now in the in the 90s like let's say for instance I was watching I'm telling you dude they were training oh, us and brainwashing us yeah like they were watching uh this that 70s show came out in 1998 or whatever right mm-hmm. and that that one is um different cuz like different than, than most of because you hear laughter so it's like you kind of know when the joke is and stuff mm-hmm. you get me and same thing with like Seinfeld Friends is a really popular one you hear a joke oh, yeah. and it People might, it might be fucking friends. it might not even be funny but yeah. they have like this this like they tell you when to laugh mm-hmm. I mean like that and now it's you either laugh or you don't and you like the show or you don't there's no way around it it's kind of contagious they, they try to make it contagious you know when like someone yawns you have to yawn or someone laughs you want to laugh yeah. So they they make they make you want to do stuff, and that's something that's crazy about the '90s that I that I recently noticed that you know they make you want to laugh, and cartoons is is a trip before than how it is now. Yeah. So how you? Cause it's okay. Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty's the shit. Rick and Morty, like it's crazy to think that mm-hmm. is a popular show now for kids, than the '90s was like. Cause I I feel like the '90s had two types of um two yeah, types that, of cartoons. That is, that is it's it's weird how Rick and Morty. I mean, it is for kids. Yeah. But at is. the same time, it's it it really should not. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like, it should not be for kids at all whatsoever. Yeah, cause it, it's I feel like in there's always two different show, two different types of cartoons. There's like the Rick and Morty for like kids. You would say younger youth. Mm-hmm. And then there's like those those are the kids shows. What's another, what's a kids show right now? Like a really kids show. Baby shark, 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 shark. Oh, I guess it's in the song. Is that a short? No, yeah, uh-huh. no, it's a song. But like back in the day, there was like let's say probably the, the ones that were like not the worst, but 
the ones that were out there, mm-hmm. um, The Simpsons. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There was a uh, King of the Hill. That was pretty, pretty up there. And then you have shows like that were for like really like baby kids, Arthur, and the Magic School Bus. So there's like differences. You get me compared yeah. to how they are now. It's crazy how stuff has changed back then to now. At the same time, it's we've gotten used to it. We don't see. I don't know. It's just it's just weird to think that that's popular now. Cause I like Rick and Morty. I like it. You get yeah. me. I I like it. I find it funny. But I'm I'm in my twenties. Yeah. I like that, and I don't think someone in their twenties would want to watch what Arthur or Magic School Bus. And and, and the if okay, so they might like to watch it, but the reason they like to watch it is because they grew up on it, not oh, because yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. they're exactly. seriously interested in it, you know. But if they didn't grow up watching it, it'd be a completely different thing. And um, oh, while we're talking about that, yeah, dude. So <clears throat> it's funny because on that documentary series that we talked about, mm-hmm. they mentioned how. You know, um, like the Simpsons came out, and before you couldn't show anything on television of uh, like this says basically it opened new doors of comedy, because um, you have the the son and the son and father relationship, where the the dad is stressed out about his son because he's a troublemaker, that, but that you was, can't you yeah. can't show like you, you in regular shows you can't show him beating his kid or whooping him or anything like that at least not back then in the age but what is homer um infamous for in that show strangling bart strangling him yeah he strangles the heck out of him yeah and then people are like like what the heck i guess i mean this is what i saw in the documentary series that there people are like what like this this father of a son is choking his kid Mm-hmm. On 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 television, dude. Yeah. You know, and it, people were just like blown away, like, what in the world? I, f- I feel like in the nineties, there was there, that's when two things came out. One, the the good family, you get me, like the yeah, the good image family, and there's the one that's like that you feel more relates to you. For instance, like you brought up, um, there's The Simpsons, mm-hmm. right? So The Simpsons shows you a different way. It's a family that that loves each other, but they have problems. And then there's like show there's show so there's shows like then the nineties came out. Uh, Full House that's one. Yeah. I mean that's the the nice ideal family. There's um, Full House. What else is there? Oh, there's the there's a Boy Meets World. Oh yeah yeah. There's yeah. Saved by the Bell. Mm. Right. And then do you remember Home Home Improvement? Oh yeah, I do. Remember. Home improvement. You get me like those. Those are all the happy, happy, happy go fun. You know, families. And then you started getting shows like The Simpsons. You started getting shows like Married with the Children. Oh yeah, Married you, Children. That yeah. one is another one with the 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 dad. You know, is poor. The um, the kids are like all, all over the place. They're bad kids. And then there's a Fresh Prince. You know, there's a, a kid who who got moved back to you know. To, from Philadelphia to Beverly Hills, and then, and then the way that you know that 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 kid is treated. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Oh, that '70s show. Oh, that's so pretty much Eric and and Red's relationship. You get me? He. Yeah. It seems like the dad hates the the son, and then the son likes putting just, his foot in his ass. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's you start to see a transition where it was not just you know, all just happy happy families, and more so real families you know because oh. everybody knows a family at the end of the day they love each other yeah but you have problems 
Yeah, and they yeah. started to show more of that, and they started to relate with more people, and it started to grow. People started watching, and that's when the money starts coming in, my boy. Yeah, you're right. Hey, when you're right, you're right. So I uh, I looked it up. Rick and Morty is rated uh, TV MA, mature, so a mature audience. So I guess it's you. We we would think it's a kids show because it's cartoons and kids are attracted is it on to Cartoon watch Network? it. And, and I don't know. Is is Rick and Morty on Cartoon Network? That's a good question. Let me uh, go ahead and pull out my handy dandy laptop. And it's airing on Cartoon Network. You're right. But it's the Adult Swim version of Cartoon Network. Mm. Cartoon Network. And uh, it's funny to think that they had to make an uh, adult a time swim? slot like for 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 cartoons that are you know for, older for adults, yeah, yeah, not for children. Yeah, but children still watch it. They so. should be sleeping though. Yeah, they should be sleeping, but they watch it. Um, what what else did we? Uh, so Dragon Ball Z was in the nineties. Dragon 90s, Ball Z, Dragon and Ball Z, uh, we already talked about it before Z, yeah. in a different episode. Yeah, obviously, a different, a very uh, popular one. A the most popular podcast. one, I think, one of all time. The, Here in the U.S. that that took took everybody by you know by storm huh by storm is Pokemon Pokemon, Pokemon. that one was around oh, for a long time you my best friend in the world we must and it recently remember, remember it recently came back for like a little bit with um with what's the what's the fucking thing the app that one thing where oh people were looking Pokemon Go Pokemon Go where the people were actually searching for them. It's that. funny that you talk about Pokemon Go because I grew up on playing um, red version, red version, blue version, yellow version, crystal version, um, silver version, gold version, emerald version, and it, all these little different versions of Pokemon games where you just go and start collecting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And um, I grew up playing that stuff, right? I didn't really play Pokemon Go because you couldn't. When when I was when I used to play it, it was um, you couldn't really battle. And you actually had to get up and, and move around a lot to catch <laughs> Pokemon and stuff. So I didn't really play too much. But now they released um, these new Pokemon games. And they're not new, new. But they're still, you know, within the year, I believe. And it's uh, Pokemon Let's Go. So it's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. So it's basically a reboot of, like, yellow version and red version, which are the first Pokemon games. And um, like you said, they're just redoing it, but with better graphics. And now it's 3D figures walking. And then you can actually aim and catch the Pokemon. And now you don't battle Pokemon. It's like it's it's more like Pokemon Go, where you don't battle Pokemon and pretty much almost kill them mm-hmm. until you can catch them. And now you got to, like, be nice to them and, like, give them berries and, like, throw a thousand Pokeballs at it to try and catch it. But since I grew up with it... Now, as an adult, I'm over here. I have a Nintendo Switch, and I'm playing Pokemon Let's Go still just because I, I still I still enjoy it for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it is because I grew up with it. I think but it might be the, like, it just takes you back sometimes. Yeah, it does take you back, but I still enjoy it. I enjoy playing. But, yeah, Pokemon was huge just because it, it hit us by storm through the TV. It hit us by storm through the cards. And it hit us by and it hit us by storm with the video games. So it was like a triple, the triple decker, the the, the triple threat. Mm-hmm. It's just, wabam! Do you like to play cards? Play Pokemon. Wabam! Do you like to watch cartoons? Watch Pokemon. Wabam! Are you a gamer? Play Pokemon. And it's just, yeah. it, it attracts so many audiences. And um, it's it's funny that we bring up Pokemon. 
because it reminds me of one of my favorite things about the 90s. The fact that everything you wanted was not easily at hand's reach. What I mean by that, you had to wait till Saturday mornings for the good Saturday night, I mean Saturday morning cartoons. Oh. I'd wake up around 8 in the morning, get my bowl of cereal going on, get out of obviously get out of bed and then um sit in the living room, not in the kitchen. I was a little bad kid and uh I would eat cereal in the living room while watching Saturday morning cartoons. If any of my listeners out there grew up in the 90s and you know exactly what I'm talking about, when you had a uh, Pokemon coming out, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh was coming out around that time. We had um what else was there? I remember I used to watch the Ninja Batman, Turtles. Batman animated series. Batman the animated Spider-Man series. Thing, yeah, so there was a, a bunch of good shows that would come out on Saturday mornings and, and that was the thing to do. If I wasn't uh, playing soccer cuz I had to play sports on the weekend, I would love waking up on the weekend and just catching up on all the cartoons that are coming out. Literally, my entire morning on Saturdays were consist. I think because I think they would stop showing cartoons around 11 or 12 in the morning. So basically, those you know eight to eight to 11 or eight to 12, yeah. I would just spend watching cartoons, and it was amazing, and I enjoyed it, and it was it was something to look forward to at the end of the week. Like once I was done with school, I was like, oh yes, tomorrow is Saturday, we get to watch cartoons in the it was it was cool. I really liked that about the nineties a I, lot. I I like the um, I like the afternoons, the the late the late not late nights the nights, because I used to love two shows. Hmm. One I used to love America's Funniest Home Videos. A F B. A F B with Bob Saget. Oh yeah, from Full House. Yeah, that guy. He um man, if you ever, this is a side note, if you ever watch his stand up, that shit is like, you wouldn't think. He was on. Uh, he he he. Um, is he it on of, Netflix? No. Oh, maybe it might be, but his, his stuff is like explicit. What? Explicit, and he talks like it's like he has homie has needs to wash his mouth with soap. That's how it's like bad, and that's how his comedy was. But he ended up getting hired for Full House, and then he he got this persona of like you know a nice guy. The the, the yeah, dad. Yeah, and then he got American Funny's a video, and same thing. Yeah, dad figure. Um, that was one of them that I liked, but my all-time favorite show, like literally all-time ever, ever, and I still watch to this day. I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch different clips, and I still have it. Like I still go back every once in a while, and I think about it, and I'm like just dying of laughter. Yeah. I don't know. You probably never seen it, or maybe you have. Whose line is it anyway? What? Whose line is it anyway? What? So it's pretty much uh, a skit show. Whose line is, is it, it anyway? anyway? Yeah. So it was a skit show. It was pretty much, uh, what's his name? Um, Colin. It was uh, Ryan. And it was um, Wayne Brady. And they used to be sitting down with some with the first four, fourth person. They would always, like, the fourth person would always be different. And then Drew Carey hosted it. Mm-hmm. And they would be all sitting down in chairs. Mm-hmm. And then he would just give them out stuff to do. And they would uh, do it. So they used it was to like, have, like, like impromptu? Impromptu, yeah, Im- 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 impromptu. So it was pretty much, they had skits like, uh, what, um, the hat one, pretty much. So they would have a hat, and they would pull out scenes to do from a hat, or they would be like, they grab something from a hat, and they say, all right, things your things your mom would say to you before you go to school, and then they would go on and they'd just do it, or things you things you can call, uh, um, things you can call a dryer, and not your girlfriend. 
like that. You get me? And then they would go out there and they would do these jokes and these skits. And then, like, that that's... I like those shows because, like that, they, you never knew what you were going to get. Mm. And it was this acting where they tried to make you laugh because it was a show about trying to make you laugh. And you it's on the spot. <clears throat> and yeah. it's on the spot. And you, you would either laugh or you wouldn't. But there wouldn't be... You didn't have to laugh about it. You get me? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't funny, then it wasn't funny. And then at the end of at the end of the sh- the show, there would be a winner. Mm-hmm. And during the show, though, you would get points for making someone laugh and making someone like whatever. You would get points, right? Right. But all these points, at the, they always said before the show, um, you you get points, but the points don't matter. So that as exactly so as the show as the show is going on, somebody what? would do something and he'd be like, "Oh, all right, Colin, you'll get a thousand points for." Dropping the water. Oh, Ryan, um, for you know, for dealing with this, you'll get 10, 10 million points. Like you give me like, and then at the end of the show, a winner would be chosen, but it wouldn't even be the person that had the most. It would just be like they just chose the winner. What the hell? So it, I don't know. It was if anyone ever gets a chance, just type it in on YouTube, and they're pretty funny. Um, they're they're the classic. The comedies are classic, but Sa- I'll oh. say this. Yeah. The nineties. Were some of the best times of my life, I think, probably because I was a little kid. There, there so, was, there's you know, a lot of good um, there's less worry and films, yeah, a lot of films too. A lot, a lot of good films because uh, films. that was like a was it a golden era for Disney? I don't golden know, but era. Disney had a golden lot of era. good. Let, let's check it out. Let's handy dandy. We got the little mermaid laptop, we got the beauty and the beast, little mermaid, little mermaid. We got the lion king. Oh, I'm gonna get it for you. You ready for the list? Let me see. Let me call them out. <clears throat> Boom, start it, start it. Let me get my uh, auctioneer voice. You got one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar, one dollar. You got Lion King came out in 1994. You got Atlanta came out in 1992. You got Beauty and the Beast that came out in 1991. You got Mulan that came out in 1998. You got Pocahontas that came out in 1995. You got Hercules that came out in 1997. You got The Hunchback of Notre Dame that came out in 1996. You got Tarzan that came out in 1999. You got Toy Story that came out in 1995. You got Down Under that came out in 1990. You got uh, Goofy Movie that came out in 1995. You got uh, Toy Story 2 that came out in 1999, The Bugs Life that came out in 1998, Fantasia that came out in 1999, DuckTales that came out in 1990, you have James and the Giant Peach that came out in 1996, you have Doug's first movie that came out exactly on 1999, and what else do we got, we got Hocus Pocus that came out in 1993, you got 101 Dalmatians that came out in 1996, you got The Mighty Ducks that came out in 1992, you came out, oh, Lindsay, Lohan They came out with The Pattern Trap in 1998 You got Flubber That came out in 1997 You got The Rocketeer That came out in 1991 Lion King 2 Simba's Pride Came out in 1998 You got First Kid Which is with Sinbad If anybody ever watched that 1996 Smaller movie But it's still pretty good Blank Check Also very good movie Came out in 1994 Um, What else What else else? We got Pocahontas 2 That came out in 1998 You got The Big Green That came out in 1995 Angels in the Outfield came out in 1994. One more, one more. <laughs> one more. We have, ooh, The Nightmare Before Christmas that came out in 1993. Wow. But Disney. yeah, see? Disney. Yeah. All that. They, 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 they put People it. ask themselves how they bought out, uh, they bought out someone. Oh, they bought out Sony, I think. So now, no, no yeah, because yeah, because now they now they're able to use um Spider Man, Spider Man. I think um Star Wars. They got um what else did they get from Sony? I I don't know, dude. It's just they got a bunch. Of, they bought they bought they bought them out though. I remember 
Because they ended up getting all that. Oh, the X Men now. Now they're gonna. That's why they're restarting the X Men now. Because they, because they got. Cause I actually Sony really them. like X Men movies. Yeah, because so they, they didn't own them before. That's why they were never on on the Avengers. Yeah, but, but the '90s, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, the '90s. They were they were a golden era, man. Um, you had good wholehearted films, and that's the good thing, you know. Like for example, you watch Hercules, and then um, you know, people do stupid things for love, and that's when um, that one chick with the hair. She pushes that one dude with the muscles out the way, and oh, yeah. she gets slammed under that one thing that's white called a pillar. But yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. So, but does she die? I don't know. Watch Hercules to find out. Um, but in general, there was like a bunch of wholehearted stuff. Tarzan as well. You get me? All these movies, and oh, obviously they're Disney movies, but they they have really good um. Meaning and actually, Disney does a pretty the morals good. Morals of the stories, yeah. Yeah, the morals of the stories are really good, and Disney does a good, a good um, job of still doing it in this day and age. How, you know, supposedly Frozen, one of the newer ones, that uh, it shows that before, I guess, the princess always needed mm-hmm. a uh, a man to save her. You know, there's another uh, one, uh, you, the you, one with the rock, Moana, I think. Oh, Mo- Moana, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. same thing, kind of the same story where the where the girl is the main protagonist. Yeah, yeah. So, well, but the thing is, in in um, Frozen, they have the dude that comes out, and um, he's supposed to marry some uh, like Elsa is talking to some dude, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I I don't remember, but I think, and then base. Oh, Man, you know what? I'm gonna have to look up that movie Frozen because I yeah, honestly maybe next one. yeah I don't I don't remember it. But in general, it had a it had a good moral to the story. You get me? How um, family triumphs over like relationships and stuff like that. But yeah, Disney had a good run. Um, who else? Uh, Nickelodeon had some good cartoons on Nickelodeon. It's funny. The number one thing that comes up to mind for me when I mention Nickelodeon or Nick, 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 it's always Rugrats. Mm. Rugrats, Rugrats. I remember cat dog, cat dog. Well, I'm in the world, I'm in the little cat dog. <laughs> that, that was a good show. Um, what else did we, oh, Ren and Stimpy. But that was a little bit, to me, Ren and Stimpy almost reminds me of uh, Rick Pink and Morty. Brain? Rick and Morty. Oh, not Pink in the Brain? No. Nah, Pinky in the Brain is just um, Animaniacs. Damn, that was a... Oh, man. Flashbacks. If you guys remember any other good um, any other good shows or any other good things, movies that were good to watch back in the day, the glory days, the 90s. Yep. And by the way, yours truly was born in 1991. All my other 1991 ers. Give me a shout out, bruh. But yeah, if you guys remember any other show that was good or movies that were good, comment it because I'm having flashbacks right now and I feel like I'm a, I'm a little kid again. I don't even want to go to work. I want to stay home and watch all these these things again. But well, maybe we should turn it off right now. Maybe. Nah, not yet. Oh. But um, what else was there? Oh, MTV. You remember MTV? I do remember it. I remember when they used to, they used to have uh, artists on there promote their music. Yeah, and now it's... Now it's like whatever. They used to have um, the... Well, MTV is music television, huh? Yeah, music television. Oh, yeah, it and was. It changed a, into um, what the, it is now. I used to love shows. watching music videos on there. Yeah. And it's funny because one of their biggest TV shows, well, back in the day, was Beavis and Butthead. And Beavis and Butthead is just two friends watching music videos. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it became a show about different stuff like that. But it was literally show them like rocking out to music videos or. <laughs> 
Hey, Beavis. Wait, no, that didn't even... That was a horrible impression. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. My voice isn't cooperating. But in general, that was a good little flashback, huh? Yes, it was. Flashback into the 90s. Maybe and, next uh, time we'll do... Um, you got anything else you want to mention, Marino? Yeah, I do, actually. All right. Mention it. Or don't. But... There. Uh, I whispered sick. it. Sick. If you guys didn't hear what he said, don't worry. I didn't either. But I guess that's going to wrap up the show for you guys. Wrap it up. Um, wrap it out. As always, make sure to follow us on our Instagram page, uh, our Twitter page. It's going to be Kill That Sound on Instagram and Kill That Sound 1 on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our channel subscribe. whether it's uh, I'm sorry our channel subscribe to our podcast whether it's on Apple Music or Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or, or Google Google Podcast or wherever you guys Anywhere. actually let, like to listen as to your podcast you can, as long as it lets you subscribe you subscribe yeah hit us with a rating um, I like reading the ratings on uh, the Apple Podcast we don't got be, some and don't be afraid to walk up to me because I will sign your forehead if you need me to you, you think you think we, we there yet? I think we are there yet. I haven't signed anyone's forehead, but yeah. now that you mention it, I will butt always cheek. I will always nah no nah, no butt cheek either. I will always carry a pen with me, a golden pen, a golden marker. Oh, okay, that's better. Oh yeah, uh, a golden <laughs> marker, so I can sign someone. And uh, as always, stay true to yourself. Never ever. Forget where he came from. And I'm talking about the animals. 90s. Yeah. No animals were hurt in the production of this podcast. That's a big up right there. And, um, yeah. Kill it.